Merry Meet. Welcome to Witch Magic. I'm Dawn, and I will be taking you on a spiritual journey to all things magic and witchcrafts. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Witch Magic. This is going to be another fun one as we talk about urban legends. First of all, I just want to say that I know a few episodes back, I've been talking about doing an episode about scary horror movies um, and stuff like that. And I wanted my daughter, Dassie, to do the show with me which she's going to. Um, We're planning on recording this weekend, so hopefully that'll work out. What happened was we were going to record a couple weeks ago, but her and her husband got into a car accident. Luckily, no one was hurt, um, and there were no other vehicles or anything involved, and they're fine, but, you know, it kind of just set them back a little bit, so they've had to, like, work on some stuff. You know, their car was totaled and everything like that. So hopefully she'll get to record with me this weekend, And I just also want to say that now that we are well into October, I am so in the Samhain slash Halloween spirit. I mean, I always am. You know, it can't come soon enough for me. I would celebrate it all year long. But uh, I really am loving, even the fall, like all the the leaf changing colors and the cooler air. Um, Wearing the hoodies, which I love. I'm so comfy in my hoodie. It's just really comforting to me and I love this season and yeah my favorite Sabbath is coming up so I'm so excited about that but let's get back into talking about urban legends now as you may or may not know urban legends are kind of like something that's based on fact and fiction if that makes any sense. So in other words, you know how like somebody will say something, they'll tell you about something that happened, and then later on it might get turned around to something else slightly different. That's how urban legends kind of go. And some of these are based on true events. Some are totally made up. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through a list of the most popular urban legends. And I'm just going to give a little detail about them and everything like that. So here we go. And of course, as you know, I'm going in alphabetical order because that's how I am. (laughs) All right. This first one I'm excited about actually because it's about Annabelle. So this doll became highly famous since the first Conjuring movie came out. I love the Conjuring movies and the Annabelle movies. Since then, there have been many, many movies about the doll, but the real evil Annabelle doll is not made of porcelain, but it's actually a Raggedy Ann doll. I'm telling you, I used to have a Raggedy Ann doll, and mine was not evil though, thank goodness. (laughs) I don't think I had Annabelle. So a nurse living in Hartford, Connecticut was gifted the doll by her mother. This was about 1970. Almost immediately, the nurse and her roommate, who was also a nurse, noticed some strange occurrences. 
the doll would end up in different rooms, would cross and uncross her legs, and then one day they came home to find pieces of parchment paper all around the apartment with the words, help me, written on in crayon. The kicker is that the two women claim to never keep parchment paper in their home. So how it even got there, who knows? So a medium who they called upon visited their home and she discovered that there was a spirit of a little girl named Annabelle trapped inside the doll. She was killed in a car accident when she was around six, seven years old. The nurses started treating the doll more like the child and things will come. I guess that's what the, the child just wanted. Until one of the nurses' fiancés made fun of the doll and Annabelle tried to strangle him and he ended up with claw marks all over him. Now, they believe there's something demonic going on here. So Ed and Lorraine Warren called a priest to do an exorcism on the doll and they kept the doll locked up for safekeeping. So Ed and Lorraine Warren, as you know, if you've seen the Conjuring movies, they are the um, the characters, the main characters, and they're based on real... Ed and Lorraine Warren are actually real people and they have actors that portray them on these movies. And they always go around investigating homes that have strange occurrences and oftentimes evil and demonic intent. So very interesting. All right. Here's another one that I'm sure all of you have heard about. Area 51. We've all heard of this place in Roswell, New Mexico. And that there's a theory that this is where they hide the aliens. This is something that I like to believe. Although, why would they cover it up to this day? Are they afraid of causing a worldwide panic? Maybe they feel that people would demand to see them. I think a lot of people would like to know if they were studying life from other planets. I really do believe there is life out there. There has to be. So to quote a line from the movie Contact, and this is my favorite line in that movie, the one with Jodie Foster, she said, if there wasn't, meaning other life out there, it would be a great waste of space. I love that line because it's true. I highly believe that. Whether or not aliens have come to our planet, I'd, I just don't know. I think it would be cool to see a UFO, scary at the same time. There have been many sightings from different people from all around the world. Of course, when they announce it to anyone, it gets covered up. Was it a weather balloon that they saw or an experimental aircraft? There are many different depictions of aliens out there too. Scary looking ones from the movie Signs and Independence Day. Silly looking ones like in the movie Evolution and machine-like creatures from the movie Batteries Not Included. But I think the most accurate looking ones, from my beliefs, are from Close Encounters of the Third Kind. And I say that because they look more similar to us. But it's hard to say for sure, unless, of course, you work at Area 51. The next story is about the babysitter and the man upstairs. So there was a few movies related to this urban legend. It's, it's pretty much about a teenage girl who was babysitting two small children. Once the children were asleep in bed, the babysitter went downstairs to watch TV. The phone rang. There was a voice of a man on the other side saying that he was upstairs with the children. The babysitter was freaked out, but she thought it was just a prank, so she hung up the phone. The phone rang again, and the man just repeated what he said before, 
that he's upstairs with the children. After a couple of times, the babysitter called the cops. They told her that if he calls back to try to keep him on the line so that they could trace the call. Once they were able to do that, they discovered that the man was indeed calling from, a, from an extension inside the house. There are many variations of the story, but how creepy is that? Ooh. All right. Bigfoot. Bigfoot, also known as Sasquatch, is a primate with, well, big feet. He's known to be anywhere between 6 to 15 feet tall. He walks erect like a human and he leaves a foul smell and piercing cries. Many people have described him similar to the abominable snowman or yeti. There have been lots of pictures and videos of him, but none that were 100% proven. I wonder if he's nice or does he want to stomp on all of us? What do you think? All right. <clears throat> Here's another one that some of you may or may not know. Um, this goes back to childhood. All right. And this is called Bloody Mary. Have you ever played this game as a kid? I tried it once, but nothing happened. Teenagers did this all over the world at sleepovers. It was kind of like a dare. You go into a dark bathroom with a candle. You close your eyes and spin around chanting, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. Then you open your eyes and look in the mirror to see Bloody Mary staring back at you. But who is Bloody Mary? Some say she's depicted from Queen Mary I from England, as that was what her nickname was. Others say she was an evil witch. But I think most people think she's fictional, that it's just a game that someone made up to scare their friends. What do you think? All right, the next one is the Hook Man. There's also many variations to this one. Basically, <clears throat> there's this guy with a hook for a hand who escaped an institution. A couple who was out for a drive heard about this on the radio. When they get home, they notice a strange scratch mark on the side of their vehicle that looks like it could have been made from a hook. It was said that this guy murdered lots of people. So there have been many depictions on movies like this as well. The first thing that comes to my mind is the fisherman from I Know What You Did Last Summer. Pretty much the same kind of thing, right? All right. Here's one. When I was doing my research on these urban legends, I tried to look for things that, I, that I've heard about, you know, that I've read about and whatever. But I came across this one that I've never heard about before. And let me see if you know about it. It's called Kentucky Goblins. So these creatures were spotted back in the 50s near caves. People described them as little green men. Were they extraterrestrials? These creatures would go to people's homes at night and peek through the windows. Maybe that's where they got the term peeping Tom from. They would also steal or move items, such as children's toys, much like goblins that are mischievous. Pretty much they would wreak havoc by leaving claw marks and making chirping sounds, causing the families to wonder what kind of animal could be doing this. So yeah, that's something that I've never heard of, so let me know if you heard about that one. All right. Jersey Devil. The story about this creature is that a woman who was expecting her 13th child yelled out, let it be the devil. 
When the child arrived, it was indeed a baby devil that screeched and flew out the window. The description people gave about this creature was that it looked like part kangaroo with the head of a dog, the face of a horse, wings like a bat, horns, and a large tail. Strange, right? It would prowl along the marshes of New Jersey. This devilish creature would kill animals and destroy crops. To this day, no one can prove his existence. All right, this next one, we I believe, I mean, I'm sure you guys have heard of this one. It's called The Man in the Backseat. So this legend has been featured in many movies in many versions. Basically, the story goes that a woman was driving alone at night and she was disturbed by a car behind her to get flashing their high beams, even bumping into her every now and then. Apparently, they were either trying to warn her or scare the man that was hiding in her back seat. I don't know whether she survived or not. Like I said, there have been many different versions. But I think that it's taught us to always check our vehicles before taking off somewhere, especially when you're alone at night. That's pretty scary. Krampus. Krampus is a half-goat, half-demon who originated in Germany. It's said that where Santa Claus rewards children who have been good, Krampus punishes those who have been bad. Legend has it that he would beat the naughty kids with branches and sticks or even eat them. I think I'm going to be good this year. La Llorona. La Llorona, also known as the weeping woman, is a ghost who cries out in sorrow for her dead children whom she drowned. People have seen her appear either riding a horse or riding in a horse-drawn carriage. She might even hitch a ride in your car, much like the vanishing hitchhiker. You remember that one? An encounter with her is usually fatal. Tainted Halloween Candy Do you check your child's candy when they come back from a night of trick-or-treating? Do you know how this practice started? There have been many stories about kids eating Halloween candy that had been tainted. The candy was filled with either Tylenol, cyanide, or even razor blades. It is a good idea to check their candy and throw away anything that appears to have been opened or that's not even wrapped. Flashing High Beams So this is one of the newest urban legends that originated in 1998. Gang members would drive around at night without their headlights on. As soon as another motorist flashes their lights at them, the gang members would chase after them and shoot them. I'm not going to lie. As soon as I heard this one, I immediately stopped flashing my lights at anyone. I know it's silly, but I won't even do it to this day. So, all of these stories were made to either scare someone or teach someone a lesson. Maybe some of them even stem from something that actually happened. Remember, an urban legend is usually something that is based on fiction and fact. So, something in the story might be true, while the rest is made up or misconstrued. It's up to you what you believe. In any event, it's better to be safe than sorry. All right, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Remember, you can connect with me on Facebook or Instagram. If you want to support the show, you could share it with friends. You can also give me a five-star rating in a review on Apple or Spotify. I also want to tell you that I now have a merch shop open. The only item I have in it at the moment is a t-shirt with the Witch Magic logo, but you can get it in either black or purple, and there are different sizes. So please go check that out on my coffee page. Links are always in the show notes. So, well, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It was fun doing research on all these all these stories. 
So take care, everyone, and have a very magical week. So that's going to do it for today. I will be airing these podcasts about once a week, so be sure to tune in. You might want to choose to get notified when I air so that you don't miss a thing. If you have any comments, please feel free to connect with me on my Facebook group. I will leave the link to that along with my website on the show notes. Blessed be.